There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Hackmaster Rob MD. Tevin Pittman. Tom is doing something what with her doing? headphones. Sorry, my headphones were dead, then they were so loud, and now they're fine. Okay, so. Co-host Catherine Brown. And Andy Rampernard. <laughs> we eventually got there. Okay, to explain this uh, to Catherine, we started a story, and then I asked the first question, but the answer to the first question went on for six minutes. So we carried the rest of the story over to this show. So it's a long story. So I'm just going to read that first one again. But we and you can count. You, you can comment on it. You're the only one who didn't hear it. Okay. And then we'll move on to the last four. Here's okay. the deal. Now that some places are finally getting ice and snow, it's even more annoying when people, uh, you know, go into a grocery store. They leave uh, grocery carts in the middle of the parking lot, and yet they keep doing it just to be jerks, I guess. People on social media are talking about the everyday things that people do that are super disrespectful to those around them. So okay. you got the idea, right? I sure do. Wait, we did, I thought we did two. We only did one. Grocery got... store one and then the cart one. That's the, the cart one introduces it. Oh, so that's just like a, you know... Yeah, maybe it pops up again. I don't it's know. I haven't read the other four. I see. I haven't read the other four, so I'm not sure. But abandoning stuff in a store, the wrong place or shelf. If you're too lazy to uh, return it to where they got it, then just hand it to the cashier at the checkout. Okay, that's the one we already did. Sure. Okay. Well, number two, we'll get all, everybody's vote on this one. Parents who let their kids run amok in public spaces and don't do anything when a kid makes a nuisance of themselves, the excuse of they're just a kid translates into bad parenting. Would you agree with that? Um, yeah, well, I mean, it depends on your what your line of being a nuisance is. Right. Well, like we've discussed before, like, you know, you go to the Bluey movie, assuming such a thing exists, which I don't think it does, but not yet. Theoretically, theoretically, you go to the Bluey movie and kids are, you know, running around and dancing and crap in sure. the aisles. You got to expect that. But it's like, you know, you go see Citizen Kane and the same thing is happening. You shouldn't expect that. Right. It's a context kind of thing. Or it's yeah, like, it's yeah, you're in, true, yeah, you're at once upon a child and, you know, kids are all over the place. Yeah, that's how it goes, but not so much when you're at, uh, I don't know, men's warehouse. True. Men's warehouse. I couldn't and, think of another clothing store. And I feel like it's hard, too, because it's like on an airplane. Dan used to get so upset when our kids would make noise on airplanes because they'd cry or whine or whatever. And I would, he'd be like, there, it's, we're stuck in this airplane and they can't be loud. And, and I'm like, everyone on this airplane was once a screaming child. Like, 
I don't know. I can't do anything about it. We're in a tube in the sky. I don't. Yeah. What? Yeah. What are you supposed to do? Beat your child? Right. Yeah, I mean, like, Kwong, put crying my... kid is one thing. Ethan uh, decided to start kicking the person in front of him. Yep. Oh yeah, that's uh, not good. Doing yeah, that's that, annoying. The yes. Liu Kang Mortal Kombat bicycle kick, and uh, <laughs> we put a stop to that pretty quick. Perfect. Yeah, I but, remember one time I was flying with you, Andy, and you were a little kid, and you were you would you would kick the chair in front of you once in a while because you were on my lap, and it wasn't like that kind of kick. It was just sort of you know. I'm restless. I've been in the seat for a million years. Yeah. And the woman was losing her mm-hmm. mind in front of you. And I finally, she turned around and gave me one of those, you know, looks. And yeah. I just, I hissed at her. <laughs> like I Tim Taylor went, and Home went, Improvement? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did. I was like, there's. I have I have this little tiny what do I have an eight by eight inch square space I know. for me and a child. Well, although back then it was more like a fifteen by twenty living room you could sit no, in. No, not coach was never good. Compared to compared to today, it was well, incredible. I suppose still it was still bad, but yeah, it was but I'm like a, I'm a tall person and it, yeah, I I always felt mm-hmm. really squashed in in coach seats. But yeah. anyway, so I was like, there's nothing I can do. I have two people in a tiny space, and you're leaning back as far as you can. And I, you know, and I have a child, so. Yeah, the leaning just... back thing, it's, I never lean back in my seat because I just always feel like, you know, I hate it when the guy in front of me leans back, mm-hmm. so yes. I don't want to be that guy. I lean back a tiny, tiny bit just because it really bothers my back to sit up. Oh, it weirdly. bothers my back too. But... I just, if you go back like a half an inch, it's not going to kill me. Half an inch? An inch. <laughs> just enough. Well, there's not the, a lot of room. The guy that was in front of me on the way down to Florida after Christmas was acting like he felt like his seat should full recline like a lazy boy. Like he would push the button and I just kept seeing him like, Oh my God. And I was like, I was this close to being like, dude, it's, it's as far as it's going. Like, I don't know what you think. Five degrees on. I'm like, is your plan to break it? So you will be laying in my lap. What is, what are you, why are you doing this? You need to, have you ever been on an airplane? Can we help you with something? It was very intense. Maybe he thought that if he broke the chair, they'd bump him up to first class. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe it's possible. (laughs) You know what? I don't know. Okay, any other comments on kids running amok in public spaces before you move yeah, on? Yeah, on an airplane, yeah, if the kids are going to do stuff in the seat because there's yeah. not much room, but they shouldn't be running around on the aisles. Well, no. We, well, no. They're, but that's what they're talking about, where they're running up and down in the aisles. Oh, I that's let my kids run up and down the aisles and they were toddlers. Yeah. I was with them, and I was yeah, just like, they got to move. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, well, yeah you can't well, you just can like with them, let them loose. Yes. Well, oh, no, some people just, just turn them loose. Oh, well, there, Sage, no. Sage, when he goes to the bathroom on an airplane for two years... I have to go potty, and then like Dan would I tr- and one of us would try to walk with him. I need privacy, and then he would just go. <laughs> oh, okay. And I and we were like, "What's he gonna do?" You know, like what we will watch him go into the bathroom, and he'll be in the bathroom, and then he'll come back. I'm like, he can't go anywhere. But he I didn't cause that. any problems, so yeah. it was I fun. remember one time we were in Duluth, and I brought Sage <clears throat> to the bathroom, and there was a woman in the in the next stall, yeah, and. Sage was being very particular about which stall he went into and how it was going to work. And I said, did you need, do you need help? He says, no, I should do it myself because I don't want anyone to see my penis. 
And the woman in the stall was just cracking <laughs> up with the conversation. And then it went on and on about the penis. <laughs> on and on. <laughs> While he was peeing. It was quite spectacular. <laughs> The chatty one, exactly. <laughs> Any other comments before we move on to number three? We're good. Number three, neighbors who don't respect the quiet hours, especially after midnight. I would oh, never yeah. put up with that. Midnight. You make a noise after midnight, you're going to get a call, um, a knock on the door for me. It's like, no, no, it's midnight. Shut yes, up. I agree. Yep, after midnight, right. even after 10. You I was going to say, up. after 10 o'clock. I mean, unless it's well known that you're having a party and you've invited yeah. absolutely everybody. Because <clears throat> we used to have neighbors that when the kids were in the backyard just playing at 2 o'clock, it was just too much for them. They just it couldn't was, handle yeah. 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Kid <clears throat> noise. How dare you? They're screaming. They're screaming. I'm like, they're children? At it's the pool. In the afternoon. <laughs> Shut up. So Andy and Alex, you'll be happy to hear that the guy that used to scream at you now has not one but two walkers. So there you go. He's oh, paying the price. walkers? Oh. He doesn't have two. Walkers. Dual wielding them. There's no point. Yes. Full surround walker apparatus. He's got one behind him and one in front of him. It's like, like one of those, the kid, things. yeah, the toddler things. The yeah. yeah. <laughs> and by the way, he's still a raging prick. So just so well, you know. good for him. He was, those two were such a holes. Uh, I don't think I ever met them. Yeah. You're lucky. Oh God. <laughs> I was aware of them, but I don't think I ever met them. Yeah, I don't ever remember actually meeting them. They were just like a part of our life that we did mm -hmm. not like. Well, that was another. Um, not that I've gone through that many battles with people, but if you want to battle with me, I'm going to battle back. Well, you like to battle. If if you somebody do. starts, if somebody engages, yes, I will battle back. Yep. So my quick story on that before we move on, unless somebody else wants to comment on this, those same neighbors that we had uh, knock at the door and the wife who's from France is there. He said, your children are making far too much noise. They're making all kinds of noise and They've got to quiet down. This is like at three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And by the way, they're in a swimming pool. Well, they were elderly and they took naps. Yeah, well, this good for them. This is true. Okay, so she comes over and bitches about that. And Kathy goes, okay, I'll tell them to quiet down. About 20 minutes later, knock at the door again. Your kids are still way too loud. They're going to have to calm them down even more. Uh, we just cannot listen to that noise all day long. And Catherine, went, well, it's not all day long. They just got in the pool and they'll be out in a couple of minutes or whatever. About 20 minutes later, knock at the door. Catherine opens the door and says, get the F away from my door. <laughs> Only I mean, she didn't say the F. I will F. not confirm nor deny that that was true. <laughs> she, she used the entire F word, not just the F. I will tell you that. But the woman was way out of line. Three times in 40 and, minutes. Yeah, and it's and the middle of the day. Yeah. And I know too much noise. It wasn't too much noise. It was not too no. much noise. Yeah. She was just being a pain in the ass. Yeah. Typical French fries, all I want to say. <laughs> hey, 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 there, Ralph's all. Wow. Ralph's very, oh, you know what, Devin, we're going to we're gonna drag the Hackmaster into our conversation from earlier today because, you know, he's French. That's right. Yeah. Oh, are you? I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so we'll get back to that after this list because we only got two left to go. Okay. Number four, drivers who just hang out in the left lane driving slowly. Ooh. Ooh, against the law. It is in against Minnesota the law. Yeah. and okay. Colorado. But what is slowly? Yeah, that yeah. depends. Some, some people think 10 miles an hour over the speed limit is slowly. Exactly. Yeah, like if a five and a 60 mile an hour zone because yeah. everybody's speeding. Mm -hmm. I don't feel, and, and the guy all of a sudden comes up on my 
hanging on my bumper because he wants to go 85. Yeah, that's not mm -hmm. your problem. I don't feel like I'm. Nope. If you're in the left lane and there is a car in your mirror, move over. The thing that's annoying yeah, about. Then like, get back over if you right. want to need to be there. The thing that's annoying about that, though, is when we go to like Dan's aunt and uncle's cabin, it's a two lane highway situation. You go in the left lane, everyone's going 18,000 miles per hour, and they're tailgating you like crazy, even if you're going 75 and the speed limit's 60. Right lane, everyone's going 42 miles per hour. Yep. So it's like if you want to drive in the right lane, you have to just constantly be going in the left lane to pass everyone in the right lane. And if you're in the left lane, everybody's constantly tailgating you and acting like you're going, you're stopped. And I just, it's very annoying. So you guys are finding so far four out of five have been very annoying. No, wait, wait, wait a second. No, no. Alex just said, <laughs> no, Alex, what? Alex just said that she, she thinks that she should be able to be in that lane and go whatever speed they want, even though someone's whatever, tailgating her. No, not whatever speed I want. I think that you should, it should oh, just be oh, like, if you're going 10 miles per hour over the speed limit, you should be able to be in the left lane. Yeah. But that's not what I the law says. So. But then you're, and then, but then if there's room and everyone's driving a normal speed, I'll go into the right lane. But a lot of the times, the right lane, everyone's going at whatever mm -hmm. leisurely pace they feel. But I don't think if that's I'm what passing, the then I don't feel bad about people behind me. Yeah. Well, that's oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. If you're that's, people on my yes. right, then I'm, I'm passing. That's how it works. That's what I mean. I stay in the left lane as long as I am passing everyone on there the right. Go, if I'm driving the same that. speed as the people on the right, then I'll go into the right lane. God, a very quick experience when, when 394 used to be Highway 12, right, back in the day. Back in the day. Uh, I'm driving, and I'm doing the best I can. It's very crowded out there. And a guy behind me starts honking at me, and I got nowhere to go. There's somebody right in front of me. Yeah. There's a guy to my left. There's a guy to my right. He's just honking and honking and honking. So I gave him the tap of the brakes. Then he starts honking. He goes really nuts. Oh, He's going, oh, nah, 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 nah. all right. So then the the uh, traffic on the freeway pulls to a dead stop. It was so packed, it pulled to a dead stop. And I'm sitting there, the guy behind me is glaring at me. The guy to my left gets out of his car, walks over to me and hands me a metal pipe. And goes, well, goes back to his car. <laughs> he wants me to beat the piss out of the guy with a metal pipe. <laughs> Yeah, he wants you to go to jail. He wants, yeah, he yeah. wants me to. He's go to mad. Jail. He's road raging. He wants you to take the fall. Nice. <laughs> Did he say Tony the tire iron sends his regards? <laughs> Tony the tire iron, exactly. I will never forget that. He gives me a tire iron to beat the piss out. It wasn't a tire iron. It was a pipe. Piece of piss out of the guy. Well, that's a little. That's a little uh, organized. If you ask, if you know what I mean. But you know what happened. Because traffic slowed down again about another quarter, half mile away. I got out and gave it back to him because I didn't use it. So I gave him his bike. Glad you didn't back. use it. Well, it would have been fun. Well, see, that is a suit. I mean, I don't know when this all, when did it happen where everybody decided that it's okay to just latch on to your bumper, oh, even yeah, if you're in a 30 yep. mile an hour zone and there's children. It present. feels like it got really yeah. bad during COVID. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, right. All of a sudden, got super insanely bad. Because there wasn't a ton of traffic, so people just felt like they yeah. could drive whatever speed they wanted. Maybe. I guess. Yeah, because I, I get tailgated when I you know I'm in a 30 mile an hour zone, and I I'm and there's a red light ahead of me, and somebody's tailgating yep. the crap out of me. I'm like, where are you gonna go? When people tailgate me, I slow down. Yeah, just out move. of pure pure yeah. spite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Pure spite. If I don't have the kids in the car. You know, a, yeah. a, a real problem area is in Las Vegas on the, there's a, a freeway, a 215 freeway up through Summerlin. Yeah. 
and I, I, I have a sports car there, and I will drive 10, 15 miles an hour over the speed limit as an old person in the right, absolute right lane, in the right lane. People will tailgate you in the right lane and pass you in the other lanes going 80 to 100 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I-95 nuts. in Florida is the same way. Yeah. God, yeah. And Okeechobee sure Boulevard that's full of lights. Okeechobee is either they're going 20 or they're going 120. Yep. Nothing in between. Nothing in between. <laughs> There's nothing in between. Okay, final question. Uh, I haven't seen this one yet, so it should be interesting. People who park in designated spaces that don't pertain to them, the accessible spaces for people with disabilities, or curbside pickup spots. Oh, I see that all the time at Target. Do you really? Yeah, somebody's in the pickup zone and they're nowhere to be found. Well, but that's against the law. I don't think it's a law. I think it's an policy. or policy, isn't it? You're going to hate me then because the only one I won't park in is if it's like a veteran disability or like the expecting mother's one. But it, like Target, they have 20 curbside whatever things. And if I know I'm going in there, I'm going to be right back out. I'll just park in one of them, run in and run right back out because they're all it's empty like, anyway. It's your car I'm keying. <laughs> I'll the mic a little closer there, honey. Oh, sorry. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great to be here. I'm used to a headset. Yeah, on a curbside pick. I, yeah, I don't do that. I, I, whatever. I just go to find a space wherever it is. I, I do not park in instant. Although one time, I think the reason I don't do that is when Catherine and I used to live in Minnetonka. What's that? About thirty-five years ago. Yes. I ran up to the Super Value. Remember the Super Value used to be right there. Oh yeah. I, I had to go get something, and she would you guys go up? So I ran up there, and I really didn't pay attention to what I was doing, and I parked the car. And I'm going in and a guy walking next to me goes, man, you must have a pretty bad disability. Because I didn't notice it, but I had parked kind of sideways. So not only took up space in one, but two handicapped parking oh, spots. Okay, great work. Wow. Yes, I am. I have two disabilities, so yes, I get I two spaces. Exactly. Oh I was like, oh, my God. So I went back and reparked my car. I said sorry. I didn't. I was in such a hurry. I didn't even know what the hell I was doing. I, I, I know, and I, I have such a guilt complex with everything. I, when I was dealing with my dad, who really was in bad shape, and I was bringing him to the eye doctor all the time, and in this parking ramp in Edina, by the Lund Spirally's there, the indoor one. Mm-hmm. It's the only place I could really get him in and out of there, out of the elements. And there was a, there were a bunch of handicapped parking spots, but I didn't have the sticker. I mean, I was clearly dealing with a handicapped man. Right. But I felt so bad about it. I would I would I would park there. I'd get him to the door, and I'm like, I'm, I was like, I hope he can stand for ten minutes while I go find another place to park. I'd go. I would move the car because I. I don't know. I just felt bad because I didn't have the hanger, you know, the little handicap sticker. Thing. Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right. I just noticed something. I was sent five more of these. Do you want to save those for tomorrow or do you enjoy oh, yourself? Do you want to continue on? Blast through them. Oh, we should blast through. through. Mm-hmm. Powering through. You like them? Yeah. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, 
your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with my Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Number six... Oh, yeah, this I cannot stand. <laughs> Not flushing the toilet in public restrooms. Yeah. yeah that's okay. Oh. Don't do that. Yeah, who's not perturbed by that? Like, why? Yeah, of course. Well, like, why not just do it? Well, I guess it's because the they're all automatic now. I, say, so I think a lot of people, yeah. Yeah, when I leave, it'll flush. But then it, I guess it just doesn't always flush. If you don't hear it flushing, go back in and flush it. I know, but you I remember think. one time I was I was traveling uh, a bunch and everything was automatic. The train, you, you didn't ever have to turn on a tap. You never had to open a door. Uh-huh. Everything was automatic forever. Yep. I remember when I got home, I was standing, I was sitting there in my own bathroom with my hands under the spigot waiting for it to turn <laughs> on. What's wrong with this? Like, what's happening? Oh, oh yeah. I'm at home. Never yeah. mind. Uh, number seven, people who don't clean up after themselves in a communal space, like a break room, a park, or even a uh, fitting room. Oh, God, yes. I yeah. find constantly find clothes in fitting rooms that they just don't bother to bring back up. Well, just and leave the clothing in there. Well, and the thing about fitting rooms is, like, people just treat it like it's their bedroom. They yeah, just take yeah, their clothes do. off and leave them on the floor and stuff. And it's like, oh, well, they're paid to pick up after me. I worked retail, so I remember, like, people in fitting rooms with friends, and they would just leave clothes everywhere, and one person would be like, you should hang your stuff back up. And the other person would be like, well, she gets paid to clean it up. Oh, like, God. <clears throat> That's disgusting. It's so oh, annoying. Job creation. Yeah, job creation. I'm helping the economy. Yeah. Wow. Like, whenever yeah, I try yeah. stuff on in a fitting room, I hang it back up just as it was. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, and I, I fold things. Wow. I can't fold or hang. So I, I, make an, I make an attempt, but it's always pathetic. Not great. No. Okay. We got uh, numbers, number eight now already. People who just stop walking in the middle of a busy place, like the airport, just move over to the side. No, they stop right in the mm-hmm. middle of the aisle. Yeah. Or... So that, it can be cultural. Really? Yes. Yeah. It can be very cultural. There are certain cultures that if you think that if they're sitting on standing on the sidewalk having a conversation and you think that they should move, they would think you're the rude one. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, wait a second. Cool. No, th- no, we're talking about stopping, not standing and being there. 
if you have it's like it's it's a bit like basketball you know and uh, charging and things like that if someone's there yeah we're talking about someone who's walking and it automatically stops suppose you're going down the escalator someone stops at the bottom of the escalator there's well, the problem that would be bad yeah. indeed number nine people who tailgate when you're driving or at or above the speed limit yeah you just talked about that we did just talk sure about did. that you're above the speed limit and you're still getting tailgated yep that happens a lot on okeechobee yes it does. a lot it does. sure does and the final one ladies and gentlemen people who cough or sneeze in public and don't cover their mouth i could uh, never do that I could, I yeah. well, you would you shouldn't work in a second grade classroom or people who spit in public as they're walking down a sidewalk Ew. or something yeah, that Ew. Is, I've hated that Ew. since I was a little kid. No, that used to, no. That used to be a question Overrun. on the MMP. It was, yeah. MMPI. Yeah. 555 questions. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, it's yep. true. It was, wait a second. It was a question on the MMPI? Does it disgust you when you see somebody spitting? Yes. On the it absolutely does. I don't know what it. I don't know what that meant or what they were trying to find out about you, but um, yeah. Mm, that was one of the know. questions. What does this when, say about When I am running, the amount of spit bit that i see yeah, on the gross. running trail because people really? get you get mm -hmm. kind of like ugh running yeah. sometimes like everything's just kind of like ugh. and so a lot of people spit and i'm like i can understand going off of the trail and spitting off of the trail well where people are not walking in the grass mm -hmm. off of the trail but people just spit right like as they're running yeah, they just do. on the trail and i'm like my, I'm, it's like you a horse just exactly dropping your waist wherever you are. What is the matter with you? I don't want to have to dodge your mm -hmm. gunk. Uh, anyway, yep. I have to go. Speaking of dodging, oh, that's right. You got to get going. There you go. On that note, well, we oh, wrapped it up with the sidewalk thing, so that's good. It's such a that lovely thing to leave you with. Yeah, it was Parting magnificent. <laughs> All right, we'll see you later, Alex. Uh, Doc, I got to ask you this question because. I forgot what it is, but I think I kind of remember when I took the MMPI years ago, because I was working at the queue back then. Question number 92, I want to be a butcher. <laughs> is that what it is? I, it's something like, I want to be a baker, a butcher, something like that. Is or that a candlestick a, maker. Butcher? Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, do they use that oh, MMPI? Apparently, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Really? They do. Oh, 555 questions. MMPI number three was just released in 2020. Okay, what's number 92 oh. on the list? I don't know if you can I don't access think they want, access I don't think they want you to pre-game the questions. No, I don't think you can access that without a... How not to be a psycho on the yeah, MMPI. Really. On the MMPI, hey, exactly. One of, one of the interesting things about uh, applying to medical school is that not, uh, the, uh, not, neither the M MMPI or the Myers-Briggs are administered. So there is mm -hmm. absolutely no personality or no psychiatric screening for people who are being admitted to medical school. Well, None, things like the zero. MMPI, it's just like, it's so easy, I would think, to pretend not to be a psychopath on that kind of thing. Because it's always like, oh, if I saw a puppy on fire, I would help it, true or false. It's like, yeah, but if you want to trick someone into thinking you're not evil, you would say true. <laughs> right. It's pretty obvious. Well, there sidewalk question what is that i mean that's kind of like it might I guess it have deeper meaning well yeah that's the thing it's like you could interpret that in many different ways and it's like are the people writing the test saying that being disgusted is good because it means you're like a clean person or 
are they saying it's bad because you're a judgmental person? Yeah, intolerant. Because right? it so it depends on the people writing the test, right. what they think of things like that, and that's the kind of thing I don't think should be on a test because it's too subjective. Yeah, but that's and that's the point. They're looking for inconsistencies on that test. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, there is that. And part of it is validating the test as well. So if if you're a psychopath and you're doing your best to try to try to answer the questions in the appropriate way or non-appropriate way or to prove that you're not a psychopath or not have, don't have psychiatric issues. What happens is there are inconsistencies in your answers from topic to topic that they use to oh, say, yeah. well, that didn't work. Well, maybe yep. you should take this again. So, what you know, there's ways, that's how they use that information. It's a bit like standard standardized testing. If you take a standardized test uh, in, in for board certification or things like that, there are questions on the test that, uh, are impossible to answer, and they are used as checkpoints on the test to validate the test. Say yes, this test was fair. Yes, it was genuine, and that's how they use that sort of thing. Minis- what is it? Minnesota Multiphasic Personality Inventory, right? Yeah. MMPI. Yeah. 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 Yep. Sure is. I remember one time Andy and I walked into a Target, and they they had a job kiosk. They're like, we need helpers starting at uh, whatever. And I'm like, Andy, you should just fill out a form because I think you were 15 or going on 16 or something. So we sat down and looked at the the, uh, application and it was so many questions about. So if you knew that another uh, associate wasn't um, doing their job correctly, would you talk to the associate? Would you ignore it? Would you work harder Mm -hmm. to cover the associate's um, bad work? Or would you report to a supervisor? And I'm like, I don't know what these people want. (laughs) Do they want to suck up? Do they want somebody that takes charge? I don't know what they want. I have no idea. That's very true. And I thought that was a, you know, like a, a lot of questions for somebody that it was a starter job Mm -hmm. beginner job no experience no training i thought that that was kind of a yeah yeah it was a lot of those kind of questions Well, back then those used to be all the rage is those personality tests trying to filter people out every every place had their own personality tests yeah because as an employer if you know that you know okay as a manager this is my management style i don't want to have to have an employee that's going to run to me with every little thing so now maybe yeah. Somebody that answers are going to come to me for everything. I don't want that employee where somebody else is like, I'm tired of, you know, all my employees running amok. So I want somebody that's going to come to me with everything. Right. So, so how do you depends. know what yeah. the situation is? Right. That's what I, I thought it was subjective as well. All right. We can close up this part of it and get to Ralph being in trouble right after this. Yes. Top five everyday things that aren't technically disrespectful, but sure feel like it. Um, okay. Disrespect is perceived, is it not? Right. So, I mean, there's no, like, objective definition of disrespect. No. Or technically. That's right. Whoops. It, it, it's oh, like, if, it, like if you have illicit sex outside your marriage and you're using a condom, technically you're not touching the woman or the man. Oh, uh, exactly. So. <laughs> well, Tevin's eyes just lit up. Uh, technically. That's a hell of a an example. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, top five everyday things that aren't technically disrespectful, but sure feel like it. Nobody at work notices your new haircut. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, When you order 20 bucks at Taco Bell and they give you one sauce packet. Well, I thought you grabbed those yourself, don't you? Don't, they no, drive not through. Drive up. Up. Oh, not drive up. These days they just fill a garbage bag full of those and give it to you. Yeah, that's about it. 
Number three, the little silica packet that says do not eat. They consider that to be disrespectful. <laughs> or will they not know. eat silica? Well, they're saying like, if I'm an adult, you don't have to tell me not to eat it. Yeah. And if, well, I'm, if I'm young enough to not know better, I can't read the words do not eat. Yeah. Right. Probably so. true. Two to go when an employee at an expensive store asks if you're lost. That's cool. Mm. <laughs> Do you need help? Do you need help? You don't belong in here. Yeah, should you be back on the bus? That's terrible. It's very disrespectful. I'm, I'm deeply hurt by that. And finally, when it's raining and the dog decides to take forever to poop. Oh, yeah. Jude. <laughs> oh, I remember there were times. Remember the polar vortex we had six years ago? Yeah. However long ago that was. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Daisy just sitting outside for 15 minutes shivering because she refused to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Negative 20 out. She could just do it and go back inside, but nope, she'd rather sit there and suffer. Yeah. Well, and you make know, me suffer with interesting. her. Interesting. Well, Who wants to poop when it's 20 below zero? Where our our German Shepherd, she was taught to train by uh, train on command or to poop on command. Mm -hmm. Oh really? We just, we just told her to poop, and she pooped or peed. Problem solved. I mean, Daisy's not bad about it anymore. But for some reason, when she was like adolescent, I think it was like a rebellion kind of thing. Oh. Yeah, probably. Like, We're both going to freeze here to death, so I don't have to just do what you tell me. I remember sitting outside when Jude was being trained in the pouring rain, and he was just like, "Nope, not going to go." Yep, not <laughs> happening. <laughs> Okay, we're going to face this international problem. It's been around for about 20 years because we have a young black man and a young French man in studio, <laughs> and here's the argument. And I don't remember who the guy was. Andy, I think maybe you knew who it was that uh, decided about 20 years ago that the word picnic was racist mm. because he said it was invented by white people who would take picnic baskets to watch black people be slaughtered and hanged. Which, I don't know where he ever got that, because that's not at all where the word came from. No, it's not. But that's what was going around on social media. And like every couple of years, it resurfaces, and people are like, can you believe that we're using this word still? Well, it, it seems like... It just came up again. Yeah. yeah, it seems like five, six years ago, there was like a big thing about banning words yeah i think we've kind of stopped i don't know if we stopped but i remember like people saying you can't use the term rule of thumb because the original rule of thumb was you can't beat your wife with a stick thicker than your thumb yeah but completely made up it was made up yeah. that was made up it's it not true at all but that's what everyone learned well like this one picnic is a french word actually in france it's two words it's p-i-c-q-u-e n-i-q-u-e Picnic. It's Picnic. a French phrase, yeah. French word, has nothing to do with race at all. That's right. They they did not have they did not have racial uh, executions there. They, they executed a lot of white people, and they oh, might have been, been that. They were well, that maybe it's on. racist that way, Tevin. What do you think? Now you're happy. No, that would, that, that makes no sense because they just didn't they didn't have slavery in France, and uh, they've been. Whew, They've been integrated because they had invasion from uh, uh, Moors and uh, yeah. from Africa, and so it's it's mm -hmm. sort of a really a mixed race uh, uh, culture there. If you look around, so it's a ridiculous statement to make. Why do you think it is that people need to stir the pot and cause trouble by saying things that just are not flat out not true? Because they can write an article <laughs> and 
and the uh, clickbait can be picnic is racist and then people will click on it and all of a sudden everybody knows who they are well like here's an instance where tevin just pushed me into something extremely racist what? i did look up that guy that football player's last name from yesterday I didn't bring that up. That was you. Joe Lewis brought that up. Oh, Somebody it brought it up. It was Joe asked me oh, to ask Kostaki yeah. about it. But yeah, and yeah, that guy's name, his first name is Noah. And so there's been a lot of jokes about I Noah. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that what it is? His first yeah. name is Noah. So That's, I Noah. Yeah, that's the first thing I thought of when I read his name. Yeah, his parents definitely did it on purpose. I want to know. I still think it should be pronounced Kanaja. There's nothing wrong with the name Kanaja, is there? Yeah, and I thought I saw somewhere where it's it's pronounced like not like it looks, but I don't know. That's what I had heard, that it was not pronounced that way. It's just kind of spelled that way. What kind of name is it, first of all? Does it have an, I think they said it was Ukrainian, I believe. Oh, it's Ukrainian? Something, I believe. Uh, the name is spelled K-N-I-G-G-A. And it's his real last name, apparently. He's, where does he play football? Oh. Apparently, he made a TikTok saying that it's pronounced Kanega. Yeah, it's Kanega. Oh, it is. Which is not really that, that much better. But <laughs> I suppose that's true. Mispronounce it even slightly. and But still, it's, hey, at least I can say it now. There are, used to be names like that that people got rid of that were, you know, in other cultures, whether it's from you know, South America to North America or East west or whatever the situation was but uh also the weird thing is there doesn't seem to be any evidence of this surname existing outside of this specific person correct i, I looked up the same thing no one else has that name yeah they say that there is one Kanega family in the entire united states so if they must have changed their name when they emigrated here yeah from something else well if i why change it to that yeah if i moved to like china and i found out that you know some racial slur in chinese was pronounced just like my name or last name i'd probably make a decision to go yeah, by something else definitely well yeah when i was born my name was tommy honky so i changed it <laughs> yeah you know what i mean you need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Now, I, I, I wonder about that, though. I had never, ever seen anything like that name appear before. I'd never heard of a name like that before. And for there to be only one person from the Ukraine to move to the United States... Did they just make that name up? I think it's a made-up name, yes. I do, too. Someone at some point made up well, a name. it was the early here. 1900s when that name appeared, right? Uh, 1880, apparently. So that was, prob that was before that word became... Oh, no, no, no. That no? word was very no. popular long before Well, that. I don't know. Without, like, with the A ending, it might, might be. Well, that would be probably, like, P. 
people from England would say it that way. I don't know. They don't hit the R's too hard in England. That is like true. they would say Hackmaster. <laughs> That's right. We're talking to the Hackmaster. Hackmaster. There's a lot of Asian names that are like you knew a rich Jew. Yeah, I sure did. Yeah, Rich Jew. His name, rich his actual Jew. real yep. name was Rich Jew, and yeah. it was spelled J-E-W. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, yeah. Yep. It's just going to happen. That, he went to high school with you, didn't he? Uh, that was ISM. Junior high. Oh, so junior high. Middle yeah, school. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Middle school, whatever it was. We called it middle school. I don't know. Some people call it junior high, and some people... Apparently, there's a difference, too. Uh, which... Middle school, I think, is sub, six, seventh, eighth, ninth. That sounds right to and me. And junior high is, I think, other way around. Middle school is like sixth, seventh, eighth. Sixth, and, and junior high seventh, okay. eighth, ninth. Okay. Oh, okay, there you go. Oh, and then you got high school at ten, eleven, twelve. That, that, that yeah. would make sense. At least I had a what... childhood. I had a childhood friend whose last name was Kiker. Oh yeah, Kiker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Which I it didn't even register to me when I was a kid. I was like, well, that's his name, but. These days, I don't think I'd want yeah. to have that. No, you know, I'm pretty sure there's an NFL player that was really, really good. That Luke Keichel, I believe, was his name. Yep. Well, was. Keichel yeah. is Hebrew or German or one of those words for circle. circle. That's circle. right. Yeah. And that was, and that was, I was told by uh, Hal Sloan, uh, who was president of his synagogue in LA, that the word, the the, the slur Kike was a region of Ellis Island because a lot of yep. was, Jews yes. that came across were illiterate and they had to sign something and they would always ask him to say well just make an x and but they looked too much like a cross they were they were uh, sensitive of that so they said can we make a circle or keikel and they would yep, just call exactly. these people keikels because yep. they would make a circle rather mm-hmm. so that's that's how that sort of stuck it's it's it not it's just the reality of that situation i don't think it's derogatory necessarily i mean you don't use it but it's 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 one of those things that's there's other terms that are far more insidious than that that is true. Yeah, there's every slur generally starts with something that is not a slur. Yeah. Oh, it'll be, it'll be true, like a yeah. nickname or something like that, and then it'll kind of get out of hand, it seems. Yeah, that's pretty much the deal. Has anybody read anything about that tunnel under that synagogue? No. Where? Is, isn't it? I think it's in Brooklyn. Why is there the a tunnel under a synagogue? Nobody seems to know what's going on. It's, it's like the a French very catacombs? strange... Apparently, they started digging it in during COVID, and the Ooh. cops were t- trying to figure out what this whole, yeah, this whole thing. Chaos ensues as NYPD <clears throat> tries to fill in secret tunnel in Shabbat HQ synagogue. What Ooh, the hell was that? I, I guess, I guess, the, I guess there was like a little. Uh, there was a huge problem under in, in the tunnel. Well, yeah, you can't just dig tunnels that. The structural integrity of buildings above you is becomes a problem yeah, at that point. The cops are trying to fill it in. Yeah. You're not allowed to just dig a tunnel on land that is not yours. Is that in the in the city? In yeah, the city. in oh like my downtown God. New York City. Yeah. Oh God, that's a bad idea. And, and who Led, who did it? Who uh, dug it? They don't know. Who excavated it? Apparently, I thought it was the Shabbat. They don't know why anyone dug it or who did it. It was done within the last couple of years. And apparently it leads to an abandoned ritual bath. So like someone dug this tunnel, put a ritual bath at the end of it, and then abandoned it. But the videos were showing the ultra-Orthodox men rioting and damaging the synagogue, pulling down wood paneling and throwing prayer benches at police officers. Why? (laughs) Who knows why anything happens anymore? Well, everybody's so (laughs) pissed off because everybody's in such a horseshit mood. Now everybody's (laughs) angry about everything. 
I mean, it just, that's the way things are now. Everybody's a very oh, high level go. of anger. Well, according to one of the spokesmen of the synagogue, he said, some time ago, a group of extremist students broke through a few walls in adjacent properties to the synagogue to provide them unauthorized access. So basically, people broke into the synagogue by like tunneling into it, and then they started filling it in. Why can't they just go in the front door? I don't know. Okay. None of this makes any sense. Well, I will tell you this. When I was a kid in North Minneapolis, the Catholic churches, the Lutheran churches, and the synagogues all left their buildings unlocked. Yes. You could go it's in the buildings anytime yeah, you want. You're supposed to be able to pray anytime you wanted, but then Absolutely. people started stealing things. <laughs> they started stealing <laughs> everything in sight, so that was the end of that. Yep. But, yep. you know, what are you going to do? It just, yeah, it's a weird deal. Why would you build a Dig a tunnel in New York City. How is that ever a good idea? Well, during Prohibition, I'm sure there's a oh, lot of God, tunnels yes. that we don't even know about. Oh, there are, yeah. And I know that there are some abandoned subway tunnels that people live in. Yeah. And have figured out a way of getting into those. And I, I know all those were sealed off. But See? People still live in them. That's all you need to know. All right, we got three minutes left. Any other subject you want to uh, want to broach while we still have a few minutes? Anyone? Yeah, people still live in the, uh, uh, the homeless live in the uh, tunnels underneath Vegas. All the rainwater drainage uh, uh, tunnels that have been uh, constructed to avoid uh, flooding in in Las Vegas. They're living down in there. So uh, people like, well, of course, it's nice and cool. It's you know, same temperature all the time. Pretty you know, reasonably safe, but. Still, so, I love the tunnels. Yeah, except for when you get, don't be in there when there's a bad rain up in the mountains because yep. it's coming down. Could you ever fall asleep in a dark, wet tunnel with a bunch no. of people you don't know? <laughs> well, not on heroin, though. If so. you're high enough, yes. It has to be. There's no way I could do that. I'm going to fall asleep and trust you. Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, no, but there is a huge trust am among that uh, uh, culture. Uh, that they got to trust each other. Otherwise, I, there's... Bedlam. I suppose. I suppose that's true. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Nope. Uh, I don't think so. Works for me. I that's good. No giant bugs in Miami today, so we're all good. Glad to hear it. No <laughs> question about checked. it. All right. We will talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening and back tomorrow.